You're listening to Sex Gets Real with Dawn Sarah. That's me. This is a place where we explore sex, bodies, and relationships from a place of curiosity and inclusion, tying the personal to the cultural, where you're just as likely to hear tender questions about shame and the complexities of love as you are to hear experts challenging the dominant stories around pleasure, body politics, and liberation. This is about the big and the small, about sex and everything surrounding it we don't usually name. The funny, the awkward, the imperfect happen here in service to joy, connection, healing, and creating healthier relationships with ourselves and each other. So welcome to Sex Gets Real. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hey you, welcome to this week's episode. This week, Inca Winter is here to join us, and I am really excited for you to hear this conversation. Inca Winter is a feminist pornographer and has started a company called Four Play Films. And Four Play is spelled without the E, so almost like it's for play, as in fun. Uh, and Inca is doing some really interesting work around self-funded erotic films that are really about pleasure, sexual healing, and offering a different perspective around sex and the kinds of sex that we see on screen. I really think you're going to enjoy this conversation hearing just how much work goes into creating these short erotic films. So many of us see the internet as this like free gateway to porn, almost as if we feel entitled to porn that's free. And when you hear all of the volunteer hours, all of the many hats, the very real reality that Inca sometimes has to choose between money going towards these films and rent uh, and just how many people have to be on board, you know, supporting this endeavor. My hope is that it's going to help you to look at porn a little bit differently. Inca also has a really interesting story. She was raised inside of a cult in Austria where sex was mandatory and she talks a lot about that experience growing up and how it shaped her and, and why that relates so deeply to these erotic films that she makes. So we talk about that piece in our Patreon bonus. So if you support the show at $3 and above, you get weekly bonus content. And there's a huge backlog at this point. And this week's bonus is a little like 12 minute bonus conversation that Inka and I had about her why. And that includes her sharing a little bit about what it was like growing up inside of this cult in Austria and the sexual practices that were there and required by the leader. So definitely check that out. That's at patreon.com slash SGR podcast. Uh, also before I share a little bit more about Inca, I would love to hear from you. So many of you have been writing in, I am loving your questions, your emails, your stories. 
please keep them coming. If you could use support, if you want validation, if you've got questions, requests for resources, you're just feeling really stuck and you don't know where to turn, write to me. I would love to hear from you. You can go to donsarah.com. There's a contact form there and there is an anonymous option if you don't want to share your details. And send it my way. I'd love to hold it with you and then maybe we can explore it on the show in a future episode because I'm sure whatever it is that you're wondering or feeling ashamed of or feeling stuck around, there are lots of other people who could hear that and feel really seen and feel less alone. So write to me. I'd love to hear from you and be sure to head to patreon.com slash SGR podcast for this week's bonus with Inca Winter and all the other bonuses. Last week's bonus was five Am I the Asshole stories. People have already started commenting. I'm asking everyone to vote on whether or not they think each of these five people are the asshole or not the asshole (laughs) in the comments so far have been amazing. So be sure to check that out and also leave your input on who is the asshole and who isn't the asshole. We've got some really fun other things coming up in the next couple months. So check that out. Okay, so let me tell you about Inca and then we'll dive into the interview. Inca Winter is an erotic filmmaker and the founder of Four Play Films, an independent all-woman production company that puts female pleasure front and center. Inspired by the power of sexual expression, her films celebrate all shades of female desire. Winter believes that sex education and emotional well-being are a big part of a healthy sex life. She also produces Sexucation, a short video series using humor to educate everyone on all things sex and is training to become a sex and relationship counselor. An LA-based costume designer and lifelong artist, Winter spent her formative childhood years living in an artist commune in Austria, you'll hear her name it as a cult in the Patreon bonus, which set the foundation and aesthetic for her creative endeavors in filmmaking. Now, one quick note before we jump into the conversation. As you'll hear, because it does really truly take so much to make porn, most of the films that Inca has created at this point have been friends volunteering themselves. Inca has this strong desire to have other kinds of bodies with other kinds of abilities, lots of people of different kinds of gender. She wants to offer variety and diversity in her films, but when resources are low, she has to work with the people that raise their hand and volunteer. Uh, And so you're going to hear more about the homophobia that is inside of the adult entertainment industry, especially for men, and why she's having such a hard time finding men who are willing to perform together in her films, um, as well as some of the very real challenges of living in LA and wanting to find people who are willing to put themselves on screen and naked, being vulnerable, and bodies that are outside of kind of the traditional norm. So tune in, check it out. You are going to hear a lot of talk around the gender binary, but I think that that's because that is what Inca has had to work with so far, and you will hear a desire for her to feature more trans bodies, non-binary bodies, fat bodies, disabled bodies, and all kinds of different sexual orientations down the road. So here we go, my conversation with Inca Winter. 
Welcome to Sex Gets Real, Inca. I am really looking forward to chatting with you today about erotic films and sex education and sexual healing. So thank you for being here with us. Hi, I'm looking forward to chatting with you too. And um, yeah, this is a topic that I'm very passionate about. Okay, so for people who aren't familiar, you are the founder of Foreplay Films, and Foreplay is spelled without the E, so Foreplay Films, and you make uh, erotic films by women for women, and you define women as cis, trans, and non-binary, and so I'd love to hear kind of how you got started. What got you to pick up a camera and decide... I am going to make some sexy films and film people having sex. Yeah. um, It's actually a really personal story. And um, I was in a long-term relationship about maybe 10 years ago. And I lost my sex drive after like a, you know, traumatic event. And um, it took me like a really, really long time to sort of, feel like I can get out of that but really there was just always this like what can I do to help myself get out of this you know like lack of sex drive and so we were thinking me and my my partner were thinking like well um, people watch porn for this you know kind of thing people watch porn to be turned on so why don't we try that And so we, you know, he showed me some of the stuff that he was watching and I was like, no, no, that's not really working for me. And then we Googled like porn for women, female friendly porn, and none of that, like anything that came up was just not working for me. And I mean, this is, you know, like about 10 years ago. So I hadn't heard about Erica Lust yet. And I think things just weren't available as much on the internet to find easily. So, you know, I just was like, nothing that was coming up was anything that I wanted to see. And I just sort of kept wondering, like, why isn't making any, like, why isn't anybody making porn for women? Like, you know, we want to be turned on to, there's gotta be, it just, you know, I just thought that was like very strange and confusing to me. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, like, the, the years sort of, like, passed, and I kept sort of, like, joking about, like, oh, we should make this because I'm in, in, in my other life. I'm a costume designer, so I work in film, and so I'm around fe- film people a lot. So I'm like, hey, we should make porn for women. And everybody was like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. That's- <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you know, it, like, but it just like the, the idea, like, it just, you know, it just kept being there. And, you know, eventually you, me and my ex broke up, but I just didn't, you know, stop thinking about it. And then in this whole, like, Fifty Shades of Grey era, there was this... um gq spain fashion video and it was just like super sensual and sexy there was no sex whatsoever but it was just like super erotic and it was like obviously you know mild bdsm a lot of leather Mm -hmm. but it was just shot in a way that made me feel like that's what i want my porn to look like and at that time i did a lot of uh, editorial photo shoots with a friend who's also a cinematographer like a female cinematographer and i asked her hey 
do you, you know, would you shoot a trailer with me for something like erotic that's more like a sex scene in a movie? And at that point, I hadn't even considered um, that I needed to do hardcore porn or like penetration at all. To me, it was just like, I just want something that's longer than a sex scene in a movie and more involved, but, you know, just something sensual. And so she was like, okay, sure. And so I planned shooting this like concept and um, she was also a director, but then it turned out that she wasn't actually available for that day. And so she hooked me up with another cinematographer, another female cinematographer. And then I was like, well, who's going to direct it? And she's <laughs> like, you are. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure this out as I go. <laughs> and I mean, I have to say, that's like basically how I live my life in general. So, you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, you tell me to do this, I'll do that. Unless, you know, it's obviously crazy and like, it's like you know, harming me. But basically, I'm pretty much... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's basically how I shot my first concept of like a, a visual concept that is also um, on the website. There's it's it's called teaser or trailer, and that's the first thing I've ever shot just to sort of like give a visual idea of what I want porn to look like. Mm. And then um, somehow I got to talk to the managing director of Pentos Magazine a few years back. And she wanted to work with me, except that then uh, Penthouse went back bankrupt. So, you know, that didn't happen. But as I was talking to her, she was like, well, we make a softcore version and a hardcore version. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so like that, you know, so and I remember like leaving the room and walking to the car and being like, okay, so I guess I just agreed to... <laughs> <laughs> and so then you know then I was just sort of like well I'm gonna you know this is for women so I'm gonna ask all of my girlfriends and and women if that's something that they want to see because you know if I want to make porn for women like that's sort of my question is to women is that something yeah see and so then everybody was like yeah we want to see that if it's shot beautiful and I was like well that's like the whole point of what I'm doing so therefore that's what I'm going to be doing. And then I was like, okay, I guess um, my concept has changed to being, you know, real sex with penetration and everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so you saw a need and kind of felt this call that kept coming up. You kept thinking about it. And then all of a sudden here you were making films. Yeah, basically. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. I love that. That's, yeah. that's something I have listeners know have been thinking about doing for years myself and just haven't had the time or the courage. Mm. And so I really admire that you just dove in and started kind of following your vision mm. and talking to friends and then creating, you know, for the kind of aesthetic that you wanted and your friends wanted. And here you are with a number of films under your belt and uh, showings at hump yeah. festival, which so many listeners go to. And um, what, what an exciting shift. Yeah. Yeah. And so like in the beginning, I was also kind of like, not sure how I would even go about creating this. And um, 
I had always known that I wanted sex education to be part of, you know, the overall um, promotion of sex and, and sensuality. And so, you know, being in Los Angeles, I was thinking, well, I can make sex education videos fairly simple because it's LA and, you know, there's so many actors that just want to create for fun. Um, and so um, I had a friend at that point, Chonali, who was like, yeah, I want to support you and help you do this. Um, and so we like sat down and, and started to, to do these like sex education videos. And that's how the first video I ever had in Hump was this um, Just Jizz. Um, <laughs> it's like a spoof medical commercial for semen. Yes, I've seen it. It's so funny. Yeah, so that's that's basically how I got into Hump first. And then I flew up to um, Portland and I connected with all these people that I knew through this like sex positive, like Burning Man Facebook group. And I started to talk to them about like what I wanted to do, like erotic films. And then, you know, just saying like, I don't have anybody who, who wants to be in it and I don't really have a budget to hire porn actors. And so people were like, oh, actually, I want to be in the film. And I was like, oh. OK. And so, you know, I just sort of had these like friends starting to volunteer themselves and you know after I shot with one couple so I started sh shooting with like real life couples and after like you know a couple of them volunteered themselves and then their friends saw the films and loved them so then they wanted to shoot with me and that's sort of like how it snowballed into more and more people wanting to film with me because they all love you know what they saw and they all wanted to you know live out their you know exhibitionist like mm -hmm. like being in a film you know fantasy so like without them I really couldn't have done anything basically how extraordinary that so many people raised their hand yeah. and volunteered and said I'd really like to be a part of yeah. this yeah no yeah. I have I have to say like like everything that I'm doing is only possible because so many people are volunteering their like labor of love like um, my cinematographer and all my friends like I have like a few girlfriends that are just basically like every time I film I'm like hey are you available to just sort of like be there and you know what there's so many things that need to be done on set like just from, yeah. like moving things around preparing lunch and you know so people just show up and help and and none of this would be possible without you know them doing that for for me and for this cause basically which I think really goes to, you know, why it's so important for all of us to pay for our porn. You know, it takes time, it takes resources, it takes friends volunteering weekends and evenings, it takes money yeah. to have equipment and rent locations. And you're really like speaking to that, that yeah. you know, you've been so lucky in all the generosity of the people you have in your life. And it's so important for all of us to put our money in those places where we want to see more you know creativity and film coming out yeah and and that's definitely true because I'm definitely at a point where I'm constantly kind of like can I make another film or not because you know whatever money I put up for it is like coming out of like my rent and food money so you know I'm definitely mm -hmm. like I am definitely hoping to get to a point where the website um, generates money in a way that 
allows me to finance the films from it. Yeah, which yeah, yeah isn't isn't yet, but hopefully. <laughs> so I'd love to know, like, let's just assume that in the next six months, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people hear about your work, they get really excited, they start renting and buying the films that you're making, and you've got a big Im- influx of of money coming in so that you can really kind of create some of the stuff you've been dreaming of. Mm-hmm. What are some of those future dreams that you have been thinking about really wanting to film or people you'd love to work with? What's kind of that, that dream that's like, Oh, when the money is there, here's what I'll do. I think like it's, it's, it's really, there's, there's multiple things. Like, like one of the things money will do is just for, it will allow me to shoot more regularly and just, create content like one of the main things I want to achieve is being able to upload one new film per month Mm. and just um, that's only possible with more money because like right now I'm editing most of the stuff myself and in order to create more content I need to be able to hire an editor so that I can you know make films so really like in that's my most immediate goal that that money can you know provide and then yeah. um, down the line, it'd be just, you know, like there could be like series or, or films that are a little bit more involved because now I'm limited to shooting like one day and, you know, getting whatever I can do in one day. But if I could do like maybe two days, then the story can get more elaborate. Maybe I could do a series that's like a continuous series. And at some point, I also have like a feature film idea that sort of... Um, really going to be about the different kind of like emotions and and scenarios for sex just sort of like showing mm. portraying the vast emotional and sort of like human experience that that sex is it's going to be less yeah. about like a story and more about sort of like sex in general I guess yeah. that's all I can say. <laughs> about that. Yeah. Oh, I would love to see one, a feature film that was really focused on like feelings and emotions and experiences and, and, you know, all of the places that sex can take us, mm. but also to be able to creating monthly. Yeah. I mean, that sounds exciting and also like quite the undertaking. Yeah, no, it is. And it's, it, it is so exciting and like every time I film like I shot something yet uh Sunday and um it's just like you know the the leading up to it's like so nerve-wracking it's like mm-hmm. so there's so much anxiety and so much planning and you know right now it's sort of we, we refer to to the Inca department basically joking because <laughs> you know I I I I I have a cinematographer, but I pick up the gear myself. Like we fit so much gear in my tiny little Hyundai Elantra. It's <laughs> like, I, I'm not even kidding. Like the, the like in the beginning, like the people at the rental place looked at me like I was a crazy person. But now it's kind of like, hey, you guys know, like you know, we can make this work. <laughs> <laughs> Except that you know, sometimes like I show up and they kind of like forget, and then you know, like they put this like huge rails there, for example, this time, and I look at it and I'm like. Um, you know my car, <laughs> right? This isn't good. not not gonna fit all that. <laughs> so 
you know, we just like find ways, creative ways to to use equipment in a way that it's going to fit in the car. And it, and it does, you know, every time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's that. And then, you know, obviously I do wardrobe and I props and set design and I, I buy all the catering. And, you know, so it's like all Inca department just means everything. And on like the last shoot, it was actually uh, Inca department also involved me being the plumber because the location that we were at. Oh, no. There was a problem with the sink. And then, you know, at some point I just had my hands deep in this bucket of water that was overflowing. Oh, no. You know, Inca department. Yep. (laughs) The reality is of what's happening behind the scenes. (laughs) One of the things that I really appreciate so much uh, about your work, and it's so clear from your website, is how central consent and pleasure are Mm -hmm. to the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I would really love to hear more about how consent is handled on set and kind of the atmosphere that you try to Mm -hmm. create for the performers. Yeah, so in the beginning... um, um, filming with couples obviously like it, it brings something different because they already know each other they have this like consent with each other that goes like way you know back of you know like you know just interacting sexually mm-hmm. and um, their chemistry is it's you know a lot of it is about chemistry so they come in with this amazing chemistry because you know they're a couple they're in love they're you know and so and so actually like the first the first day the first shoot that I've ever had I didn't really know what to expect and so like we all showed up and we filmed at my friend's house and it was like a beautiful house and it was an all I mean it's usually it's it's an all female crew so it was like me and like my girlfriends basically there and then um so the first film if if you're on the website it's undressed it's the first film that I've ever done the shower scene and so then there was this um, uh, this girl who had brought one of her partners who then brought his other partner. So it was like three people that were all like polyamorous, like consensual, you know, partners. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we started we started just working together and we were just checking in with each other a lot. Like I was checking in with them and the three of them were just checking in with each other like all the time and I feel like it was just really also beautiful to see how they were doing consent with each other all Mm -hmm. the time and it was just this the whole day I feel like I learned so much from the day I learned so much from them and it just kind of set the tone for everything to come and I feel like really like at the end of the day, everybody that was there really was like, oh my God, this was just such a beautiful day. There was so much love. Mm. And I feel like that's really like the tone like like that we're trying to have is just sort of like love. And, you know, this isn't the romantic love. Like love means to be present to each other. Love means mm-hmm. to to, you know, honor and respect each other's boundaries um you know love is just sort of like this this being there for each other experience and so I think that's like from that day setting the tone I think that's basically what our sets are like and now I've started shooting with adult uh performers but the way that I go about it is I 
I choose one person, usually the girl, and then I ask her, who do you want to shoot with? Yeah. And then she brings a, another a partner that she's attracted to and then she has chemistry with and that she wants to, you know, have sex with. Mm-hmm. So this 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 chemistry and consent is achieved by the person having the choice of who their partner is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that choice is so important. It gives so much agency. Yeah. You know, to the people who are are going to be in really vulnerable positions yeah. and um, I think that's such a beautiful invitation, you know, instead of saying, here's who you're working with, asking who would you like to work with and then trying to make that happen. Yeah. And chemistry is, is, is you can't play, you can't act chemistry, you know, it just doesn't work. And, you know, now talking to a lot of uh, female performers, obviously, you know, they perform and they don't mind most of them and, and the, the male partners and they can say no they there's definitely like in in porn there's like a uh no list that you can have so if you really don't want to work with somebody you can say no mm-hmm. but at the same time um when it comes to who do you really want to uh, have sex with and who do you have chemistry with it's usually like a handful of people where they're like very very much immediately like yes i know exactly who i want to be with Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's just, yeah, it's just different to have this person that you're, like, excited about versus somebody who you're kind of, like, sure, like, I can, you know, why not? Yeah. I had the immense pleasure of attending um, erotic film school mm. and, uh, maybe two years ago, uh, and that was such a fun experience. We had the opportunity to learn how to do a script and to set up a space, and then we all took turns doing the filming, and at the end, we had like a little student film uh, that was like political and funny and uh, <laughs> playful and sexy, too. And um, And, you know, we were really wanting the performers to like have an enjoyable experience and to really get to be in their pleasure, especially at, you know, particular key moments of the sex. And I remember feeling so much pressure to like get the shot so that we weren't interrupting them, but then having to interrupt them every once in a while to shift certain things or because the lighting moved. And I'd love to know, you know, for you as a person who is behind the scenes and dealing with real, you know, situations of intimacy and vulnerability, uh, what's it like to kind of navigate that space of interrupting someone during sex of um, asking for changes or do you do that at all? Do you just let it kind of unfold and then uh, maybe go for a second take kind of what's your process around the logistics of actually filming sex? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a combination of both. I mean, there really aren't like second takes most of the time unless it's sort of you really need to get this little thing and then, you know, you do it again. But like, mm-hmm. um, overall, like, um, I don't really work with second takes. So it's definitely, um, a mix between just, you know, letting it go and just, you know, letting them do whatever is needed or like, mm-hmm. or is comfortable for them. 
But then sometimes there's definitely moments where it's like, you know, you have to use the space in a way that that makes sense. And, you know, the camera sometimes has limitations. So definitely like the other day, um, they were like in a position where then suddenly their 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 faces were completely in the dark. And it just sort of, you know, like they needed to move a couple of feet another for the whole like, you know, lighting concept to work. And yeah, then you're, I mean, I just try to be as gentle as possible, but you know, you just kind of like, like, Hey guys, you know, could you just do me a favor and just move a little, you know, like, (laughs) so I just try to like be gentle, but like sometimes you have to say something and, 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 you know, other times there's definitely also moments, this, this whole like anxiety of trying to, say something while somebody's having sex it's it's there still yeah and so i feel like <laughs> sometimes it's really important and then i definitely do it and there were times where i didn't say something and i kind of feel like i wish i had said something you know yeah and so it's just sort of like finding a the right in between and and also you know, it's hard, like, you know, especially with like adult performers that sort of are, are really used to being very performative. And, and then, you know, like, I, I need to tell them to kind of like tone it down or be more sort of like in their, in their body and in themselves. But, you know, also like, like, I don't want to tell them how to have sex. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's really like, a um, it's an interesting it's it's interesting yeah 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 now i know there are filmmakers who are really just want to be behind the scenes and then there's filmmakers who sometimes put themselves in the scenes like vex ashley or madison young and for you have you ever considered being in front of the camera no i'm i'm that's that's not really like where i feel comfortable Mm -hmm. um I mean, I think first of all, the the if you look at the history of like Vex and Madison Young, they are all starting out to be performers and then yeah. start making films. So this is, you know, for me, um, that's very different. Like I guess Erica Lust, I don't know if she'd ever been one of her films, but um, so you know, like so I, I, you know, I've just never come from the performer side. But even like yeah. in real life, like I in in like mainstream films like i'm never letting anybody put me in the film as an extra or you know like i don't i am not an in front of the camera camera person in any like parts of my life mm-hmm. um so doing that in a sexual way i mean honestly like i have so much respect for for anybody who puts themselves in that position and be so vulnerable in front of the camera it's amazing and it's something that it's just for me personally i don't you know have feel comfortable doing you know yeah Yeah, we all have different roles. Yeah. Some people are, are you know, extroverts versus introverts. And yeah. some people want to be in front of that yeah. camera and in the spotlight. And yeah. some prefer being behind the scenes. So yeah. I think it's great to know this is where I feel comfortable. This is where yeah. I can do my best creative work. Yeah. And I have a lot of respect for the people who are like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, more power to you, you know. So I know on uh, the Four Play Films website, there is a mention that if someone 
would like to be considered for one of the films, they can certainly contact you. And then you also mentioned that you do private boudoir videos Mm -hmm. for individuals and couples. If someone's listening and they would be interested in being a part of a future film project or bringing you in even for like a private boudoir video, um, how can people contact you? What kinds of, of uh, folks are you looking for? I'm sure there's some listeners that would be yeah. interested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, as, as part of um, our films, you if you want to be part of our films that are on the website, I mean, mainly you'd have to be comfortable with being on the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think that's like the main main requirement um and yeah i think after um after that there's just sort of like i'm really open to there's no like specific look or anything that i'm going for i would like like uh to create sort of a body diverse platform so definitely Mm -hmm. open to everything um you know i think a lot of times the people that are comfortable being naked having sex in front of the camera um, especially here in LA are people that are on the skinnier side. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, and I'm, I'm, so I'm specifically also looking for, for like a more diverse um, range of, of bodies, which I also like, I have a few things coming up, so I'm excited Ooh. about that. Yeah. Um, and for the boudoir private thing, um, basically, like literally anybody can hire us as a production company to come in to their home or a location that of their choosing and, you know, like have us make them their own private like boudoir video for their own consumption. Make your own porn that you can watch at home with your partner. You know, it's like a great Ooh. anniversary gift or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think, you know, like, the, the couples that are on my website, I mean, they love having those, like, films of themselves. Like, you know, it's just such mm-hmm. a, like, intimate connecting, like, thing to have to sort of celebrate your relationship with each other, you know, so. Mm. I love that, you know, as a way to just really give each other a really unique gift Mm. or to share yourself with a partner, you know, as a really vulnerable, here's what I made for you. Mm. Um, And to really be able to see yourselves from this outside perspective that you normally really wouldn't get a chance to see yourselves, you know, in that way. We're so in it, obviously, when Mm. we're experiencing it, that I think they're there sounds like something really special in being able to really actually see the ways you look at each other and touch each other and your bodies move from kind of this outside perspective. And obviously the advantage of having us come in and do that is that it's just going to look better than whatever you can do yourself with your, you know, like, I mean, better in terms of just, you know, like there's going to be lighting and and if you're sort of self-conscious about how you're going to look, you know, like light's going to change that. So if, if, um, and, and, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot to be said for like filming yourself at home, the amateur style and it's super sexy and it's just like private and, you know, and then it's great, but, you know, having this done in a more, more professional setting, just sort of like, I think other than, you know, you have to, 
be comfortable with people like watching you. So that's like this whole other step. But yeah. other than that, you'll have a product that you, I think, feel like a lot of us women who are like, you know, body conscious um, will probably feel more comfortable with something that, um, yeah, is like lit well and sort of like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I know you've got this uh, series of sex ed videos. They're like really cheeky and really fun. There's a video on cunnilingus. There's your just jizz. Uh, there's one involving James Bond. <laughs> I would love to know what other topics of sex education you would enjoy creating videos around down the road. Oh my God. It's more like, what do I not want to create a video about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really like, I think for me, it's both like, I feel like there's the sort of educational part of, you know, the pertaining to pleasure where, you know, that's where the cunnilingus one comes in, for example. And I definitely have a blowjob video like planned. It just, you know, I'm sort of prioritizing the um, the erotic content right now. But, and yeah, I'm just only like one and helper, one person and helper. So it's just, you know, a time Thing. but yeah. yeah so like like definitely like there's so much different kind of pleasure you know like obviously the, the blowjob one like bdsm like all sorts of like you know a few different kinks um like like the female orgasm it's just mm -hmm. so many things about pleasure but then also you know like um we have the history of the female birth control on there just for people to have an idea of like you know how how did it come about and what does it mean and you know like hormones that we're taking it's just it's it's the education on the biology of all of it is equally important for you know empowerment yeah and so yeah we have the the male birth control on there you know this this discussion of like why do women take birth control like so easily and nobody's come up with something similar for men or actually they have, it's just not available. And then there's other, you know, like really amazing forms of male birth control, like the vessel gel that, that seems like such an easy um, solution, but there's not enough funding or the FDA is in approving it or, you know, so yeah, I think this is there's so much, um, you know, like, yeah, I mean, gender consent. I mean, there's a million, million, million topics that are all sort of like equally important to, you know, good sex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, one one of the first videos, uh, next videos I want to do is also like mindfulness and sex. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've been yeah. like I've been studying mindfulness for a really long time and I'm also kind of doing like I'm actually uh training to be a therapist also. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're busy. <laughs> I'm busy but, so, but so basically that's just something that sort of like you know combines all of that and, and you know plus uh, in the beginning like the the reason I even like started doing erotic videos was for a therapeutic reason because yeah. I you know wanted something to help me sort of regain my sexuality. And that's why I started Foreplay Films in the first place. So for yeah. me, like mental health and sexual health 
are really so tied in with each other. They don't, you know, they just, they need to both be uh, working in order for, for a happy like life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And I think it's so wonderful to be folding that into work around erotic film, you know, I mean, the consent and pleasure, but also presence and mindfulness Mm -hmm. and communication and, you know, all of these things that we have to navigate and making it something that's fun, playful, erotic, sensual. I think that's what so many people are looking for is a, is a way to engage with sex and for it to feel accessible and arousing, but also, like there's something that you can see of yourself in it. Uh, maybe you're even like learning some new ways of being together or of touching someone. I mean, there's just, there's so much potential mm-hmm. in this space that it sounds like you're exploring mm-hmm. and want to explore, which is exciting. Yeah. I actually just, I mean, in the more like practically educational sense, I just, the thing that I filmed last weekend, I want to play with a little bit of a narration um of you know it's like this girl's like fantasy or she's writing this in her diary and it's just her saying like oh those are some things that i like and so the 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 sex that that was had is gonna i'm gonna like see if that's possible to narrate it so she can be like oh i love it when he touches me in this way you know or Mm. you know in missionary position like i love the intimacy i love it like how he looks at me you know our faces are close together this and that Um, so just, you know, cause like there's people, I mean, especially young people watch porn and they do learn from it. So I feel like there's also an opportunity to, to go beyond the just showing beautiful, intimate, connected, you know, uh, consensual Mm -hmm. sex. Like there's an opportunity to maybe like go be a little bit more descriptive. So I'm, I'm playing with that idea. Oh, I love that. And it's not only heterosexual and cis sex and relationships that you work with. One of your newer films has the amazing Jiz Lee in it and your your key party uh, film, which was so fun, <laughs> had uh, lesbian sex and men enjoying each other and all kinds of different yeah. configurations yeah. of yeah. bodies. And so... Um, it sounds like down the road, you'd love to be able to build and grow on the diversity of bodies and sexual orientations. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I want to do next is definitely a two guys and a girl video. And one of the constraints that I found like here in LA with adult performers is that there's a lot of like, um, biased mm-hmm. about you know just a let's just call it homophobia um, yeah and I think there's it's it's two things I guess um what I've what I'm learning now is that the testing system is different so with heterosexual adult actors you have to be tested for HIV and for gay um uh, adult performers you don't so mm. there's like a, a there's a real like you know concern that is like totally real yeah but then it's really also like a lot of perception and this is something that I've just 
you know, I didn't know about. And the more that I, I, I get to know adult performers, the more, you know, I talk to them about it. And they're basically like, yeah, I don't even want to like do a pretend scene because um, then I'm going to be perceived as somebody who's uh, been with men and then people aren't going to hire me for uh, heterosexual anymore. And yeah, it's really, really intense. And, you know, like, so for me, like um, with two men and a, a girl, even if the men don't like have like penetrative sex or anything, I want them to at least like make out or you know like yeah afraid of each other and so yeah that's something that that i'm gonna have to like i mean it's gonna work out and i'm gonna find somebody to do it i'm just sort of like realizing it's just not as um easy with adult performers in los angeles as one would have maybe like ignorantly yeah. thought <laughs> <laughs> well if there's any queer or bisexual yeah. men who yeah. are interested Please. in volunteering themselves yeah. for a film it sounds like there's a need <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. <laughs> well before we wrap up um i would love for you to share where people can connect with you online where can they go to um rent and buy your films how can they stay in touch and see what's coming up next for you where do you live online yeah so i definitely the website which is www.fourplayfilms.com and that's a foreplay spelled without the e it's a play on words foreplay um and then um instagram and twitter we're at foreplay films and i mean we also have a facebook page foreplay films yay yeah that's that's about it (laughs) terrific okay so i will have a link to foreplay films as well as your social media in the show notes so everyone can click through check out the trailers see if there's anything that they might want to enjoy. I watched a couple this morning and it was very fun. (laughs) I have the best job. Uh, (laughs) And I just want to thank you so much, Inka, for being here with us and sharing a little bit about your process and your films. And I hope lots of people go check it out. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Yeah. To everybody who tuned in, make sure you go check out Inca's work at 4Play Films. And if you support the show on Patreon, be sure to head to patreon.com slash SGR podcast. Inca and I are going to go record a little bonus chat just for you now. Bye. You used to light up like a spark. Now you're blue, treading water in the dark. A huge thanks to the vocal few, the married duo behind the music featured in this week's intro and outro. Find them at vocalfew.com. Head to patreon.com slash sex gets real to support the show and get awesome weekly bonuses. As you look towards the next week, I wonder, what will you do differently that rewrites an old story, revitalizes a stuck relationship, or helps you to connect more deeply with your pleasure? Love is supposed to be